0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Kiefer. It's a new year, it's a new me. Not really, but we'll take it there. So I'm joined with It's a new you. Oh <laughs> I, I hope. I'm joined here with some <laughs> new friends, or not new friends, old I friends know. of mine. Well, <laughs> sometimes sometimes they're oh, not gee. around, so it feels <laughs> like a new friendship. I'm here with Mr. Adam Wayne and Miss Warren Heiser. Guys, how are you doing today? Tremendous. Today's Friday. Fri yay It is Friday. Andrew, thanks for having us. I mean, you planned it. You it. <laughs> I'm really here just let's to do facilitate this. It. I can't wait to think I can't wait to hear what ideas you came up to talk about. <laughs> what ideas do you have? For anyone listening, <laughs> we spent the last like 5 minutes like well, what are we going <laughs> to talk about? But, let's well, I don't want to let you guys in behind the curtain of Oz. So, <laughs> we'll go into this, right? New year <laughs> Right. 2020 is over. We're all past that. Right. Everything's hunky dory, but it's not 2021. Right. Are you guys excited for a new year?
1: I, I'm excited, too. And this is I've been complaining to Lauren for months now um, through numerous, numerous boxer messages <laughs> that she never responds to. Nope. So I never know if Ignore. she actually gets them oh, or I get them. if I have to, you know, keep, you know, randomly restating thoughts but no uh the, the the issue i've been struggling with in, in in 2020 and now you know into 2021 is that we, we everything corona is you know is bad and and everybody with a brain understands it's bad it's you know it, people understand that it's it's a real thing it's not fake um however <laughs> the steps that we're doing in which to protect ourselves against this have aren't effective <laughs> nobody's nobody's talking about people are, are getting all worked up about masks wear masks don't wear masks. masks do good there was this danish study that said they don't do good but Fauci's saying they do do good and da, 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 da And i listen to Do-do. this do do <laughs> and you know if you don't wear a mask you're triggering me and, da, da, and like ah and it's it's frustrating that like nobody's talking you know go to bed exercise sweat de-stress you know
0: Get some sunlight. Get some sunlight. Fresh air. You know,
1: and we're now we're in the middle of January right now. You know, now a lot of now a lot of sun. I haven't seen the sun in a while. You know, are you supplementing with vitamin D? Are you are you are you supplementing with with zinc and, and and vitamin C and and whatnot? And the typical answer is no because nobody's talking about this stuff at all, and it's everybody's just all worked up about masks and masks and vaccines. And I would almost I'd almost say, um, and this is gonna be a terrible thing to say. I'd almost say masks don't even matter if you're not doing other stuff. If you're not taking care of yourself on, in, in other ways, I, I, I could care less about masks at that point. Gosh, I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. I'm a terrible person. But, but Lauren, that's where I'm going. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel like fight me. Fight me. I'm not gonna fight you. I think I like heard you through the walls and my (laughs) earphones. It was so loud. Calm down.
1: I need to move the mic back. Take your mask off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I feel like to your point, I will play devil's advocate of you not being too mean, regardless of COVID even when you're living life and not having the mask on, like there are so many other things in this world. I don't that, remember a time pre-COVID. That can affect you. I can't wrap my so, head around that. So to that point, yeah, all those things that you're not doing well, like there are so many other things that can bring you down apart from the looming pandemic, uh, the common cold, just getting – regular chronic diseases from a crappy diet and over being overstressed and not not uh, eating right and messing with your hormones like it, the list goes on and on and on and so yeah I, I can I can get behind that statement that the mask is a very 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 small it's like a civic duty to wear the mask mm-hmm. because we're told to and whether or not it works who cares we have to do it it given regulations wherever you are it's different but um that's not like we don't want there to be a band-aid. What else are you doing apart from that to prepare? Because it's inevitable that you will face things and encounter things that bring your body down or make your body respond in some way. Yeah.
1: New strains of the virus now yeah. are coming up and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. I need a second vaccination. I don't have the first vaccination yet. Now I need the second <laughs> vaccination. What am I going to do? I'm going to drink wine and watch Netflix and eat chocolate. Don't worry. I got it. I got to figure it out.
2: Take some but, cbd yeah exactly
1: <laughs> i'll be absolutely fine i'm not gonna work out no that's too much work eating well forget that nonsense they said stay home so i'm ordering out i'm gonna oh what's the thing called where you <laughs> ship food DoorDash, DoorDub, Uber Eat. Go. <laughs> i got
2: them all let me tell you are, you are you are you peering in my life are you looking through the windows of my condo and just looking at what i do you forgot pet dogs that's are in there too that is my simple pleasure <laughs>
1: People aren't petting dogs. They're too dirty. Has anything
0: changed, though? Like, in a sense, like, it's a different Mm. reason. But we're, we're, like, you know, go back to 2019, 2018, 17, 16, blah, blah, blah. Were people doing the the, the right thing of eating healthy, exercising, sleeping, X, Y, Z, right? Were people doing that before? No. People still wanted the, I can lose 30 pounds in 30 days by taking a pill idea.
1: Yeah. I think it's just gotten worse, I think, through the, I mean, we didn't have this issue in the 90s. When I grew up back in my day, like, I don't think it, it existed. It, it, it's slowly over time. M- medicine has gotten better. We've been doing a fantastic job of of, of giving people meds and, and keeping them alive longer, Like, which kind of is good. But a lot of times those last, I don't know, 10, 20 years of life are not.
2: Most vibrant. Yes. Medicine's gotten better, but it's also gotten better at giving you more Band-Aids. Yeah. It's more crutches and i I, that can sound insensitive and i think there are gosh you are terrible there are conditions no one's gonna
1: like this podcast i I know um
2: there are things that it's very necessary but there are a lot of things that medicine is the first line of defense and it shouldn't be to adam's point early on you should have multiple defenses on (laughs) and be doing intentional things throughout your life to prepare and and put your best foot forward. And then if all else fails and you're doing all of those things and it's not working, then medicine can step in. It can be that helping hand, but you want to lay the foundation first. We don't want to just skip to that.
1: Was it the um, CEO of Whole Foods, I think, came out with a, some statement like, it was a very logical statement. Something like longs like, like nutrition. Talking specifically nutrition, like food. Yeah. Food is the talking about like how food should be the medicine moving forward and and getting people to eat well. Da 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 da. And he just got raked over the coals in Twitter in the way of people saying, "Well, tell that to my type one diabetes." Right. And da 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 da. Yeah. And there are obviously like type one diabetes, terrible thing, not your fault. You didn't bring that upon you. Through what I know, typically, yeah, da, right. da, da,
0: da. Yeah, type one's genetic. Yes,
2: you know, so it's but you it's know, managed through nutrition. It's still. It's
1: managed through nutrition and assisted, through, but yeah. And in this this wonderful world that we live in, we, we we have doctors that that can monitor the insulin and stuff like that, and, and yeah. people can can live very vibrant lives, right? With medicine, and and that's where medicine is amazing. Yes, it's that I think the issue ends up being that like type two diabetes, they're like thirty times more. <laughs> Type two diabetics than there are type one diabetics of the people who brought it on themselves you know who have eaten like absolute garbage and like oh I'm I'm, I'm diabetic now and now we just keep eating garbage and pump ourselves with insulin and yeah. now corona comes around and now it's like oh my gosh I have my high risk of course you're at high risk you've been eating like garbage for 40 years like what do
2: you-, <laughs> you, you did tr- ah. you triggered a thought in my mind earlier I'm um, going back a little bit when you talked about the 90s not having that issue and it's really interesting. I don't, I'm, I'm probably going to misquote. And so please go ahead, listeners, look up the exact research and things. But when you look at the evolution of our, our guidelines, like your MyPlate, uh, essentially what the government is telling us that, oh, we, that yeah. we should eat, mm-hmm. that was when the switch happened in the l- early, late 90s um, to the 2000s. Uh, I was reading a book recently called Lights Out. And they actually quote the guy, I don't know his name, who recommended low-fat diets. Mm-hmm which was the advent of, okay, yeah, have your pastas and your carbs and your whole grain breads and all that and, and eating people eating really low fat. And after that blew up in his face and all these studies were coming out of diabetes increasing and um, just kind of chronic disease going up, autoimmune conditions going up, he was like, well, I like, had a thought. I put it out there and it was wrong. That was <laughs> his response. Like I effed up essentially <laughs> and I'm sorry, but not sorry. I, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Clearly it wasn't. Um, and you see that now. Now we see the repercussions of that of, of these small changes over time of regulations and recommendations. And it's really quite sad. Like people are really trying yeah. to do their best with the information they get, but it's so convoluted and confusing and paid off by ex companies yeah. to put it out there. Like, how do you know what to believe? I feel for people who don't you know know what we know not against them but like you have to do work to understand this stuff and you have to sift through the the crap that's out there and the lies and um, it's just it's a lot so it's it's a sad story I don't want to make excuses but we are put in very unfortunate situations with the the content that's out there yeah yeah (laughs) I know everybody take a big sigh but it's gonna be okay it's not your fault because there are hard and fast things that are like true regardless like that you, you need to eat your vegetables. How much? As much as you can, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. You need to get your sleep. You need to, you know, commit to your relationships and have your, your herd or your, your system that kind of like uplifts you, your, your niches that you hang out with. Like yeah. there are things that you know, no matter what, are going to benefit you. And to me, those are the things that I hold on to. I try to ignore the, well, oh, eggs are bad. Eggs are good. No, I know eggs are protein and they have another yeah. little thing that helps my eyes yeah. and whatever. It's so, like, I'm going to eat eggs. I, I don't care. But do I eat the
1: yolks? Do I, eat the, do I get rid of the yolks?
2: Eat the yeah. whole egg, please. <laughs> please eat the whole egg.
1: The Shell's really
2: crunchy. Oh, okay, sorry. I mean, inside the egg. <laughs> Let's be clear. So you crack it <laughs> first. <laughs> what you're saying is... I'm trying to swallow the whole thing.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I hope... And again, I, I, I go back to the how medicine has changed through the years and just like medicine wasn't that good back when I was growing up. Again, I don't even think I'm that old, but um like, so we we're, weren't able to run to the doctor for every little thing that kind of popped up. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, Oh, this is bad. Okay. Well, we'll wait till the morning and see how it is. And was <laughs> it that it's... you
2: weren't able to, or wasn't really encouraged? Uh, and, and
1: not like, we didn't think anything was going to get done. Like that's not how medicine worked back yeah. then. It wasn't like this, Instant, give me a pill thing. Right. or Just say, "Oh my gosh, this is hard and go to the doctor and get something for that. Like, oh, well, now kinda...
0: it's also hard because we're. I think we're the only country in the developed world, if not the whole world, that allows advertisements for prescription medications. Yeah. So people are like, "Oh, I might have that. I should mm, talk yeah. to my doctor." Yeah. It's that's like, true. It's like, "Ooh, that, maybe that's not the right thing." It's like, "Hey, yeah. do you <laughs> need a another pill for this and that, or is there another way to like take care of that?" So I feel like that's become part of the culture where people, like, default to a pill instead of, quote, unquote, the hard work. Yeah. I mean, type 2 diabetes is an easy it, – it has an easy solution, but it doesn't mean it's easy work. Yeah.
1: got it. So – and not to go off too much, but, you know, I get frustrated when I take my kids to the doctors. Like, I, I, we walk in there, and there are advertisements for whatever – Vaccines and like all over the wall. It's not fruits and vegetables <laughs> and like, it's and again it's like the pediatrician, <laughs> like, this right? Is like for like, ah, yeah, but like, just seems seems odd to me.
0: Next time you go to a doctor, ask how long the, their med school program and talked about like exercise nutrition. It was probably a, oh, yeah, like yeah. a few weeks yeah. at most. Like, right? They yeah. just it's just not part of that curriculum, and but it should be like even like the average American doesn't understand like how much to eat or what to eat and why they shouldn't eat processed foods and such right but people just don't know yeah
2: and there's just so many voices out there now uneducated unqualified voices saying yeah after your workout that's your your gains window slam that pizza and ice cream and so even if people do kind of in their gut know like yeah i probably shouldn't eat that type of food there's still influencers and and but, self-proclaimed whatever's out there that are
0: saying different and but that guy has a six-pack and he's eating the I pizza know. after every workout so, so, so clearly i should too yeah right. <laughs> he's he's got to be right i've got to buy his ebook i've got to buy his supplements yep i gotta buy everything he says and so. i mean as a as a nutrition coach it really breaks my heart
2: it does people come to me and they have all these questions i read this about intermittent fasting and then both I read this women like should never intermittent fast that's Fake, by the way, I'm not going to get into that. But uh, you know, all these confounding and, and confusing back and forth, and it's just like, ah, I just, I, I, it, I wish there was a way to reach more people and to it's called social media, uh, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I know, but then I just add to the noise, right? Like, how do they know to trust me? How do they know that I'm qualified to to give them advice on this? Because you're on TikTok, <laughs> two videos. <laughs> Hashtag. No, I'm kidding. Don't follow me. <laughs> I don't I don't really exist. If you're over 25, you should not be on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Hey, there, it's, there's it's videos bit. for that. <laughs> Twenty nine and TikTokin And there's like a hashtag. People can look you up. So you oh. like look like a fool. Yeah. Not that I've done it.
0: But oh, that sounds terrifying.
1: Just because I was curious. Uh, sorry. I Googled this quickly. Thirty four point two Americans have um, diabetes. Ninety to ninety five percent of them are type one.
0: OK. That sounds bad. Uh, no, no,
1: no, no. Sorry. I misspoke. Oh, no, 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 sorry. 90 to 95% are type two. Yeah. Five to 10% of those, you know, so you're talking, again, it's not good. None of this is good, but you're talking- you 36 know, million, th- 37 yeah. million? Yeah.
0: are type one.
1: No, no. T- three, 36 million are
0: the, are the total amount of- Yeah, so three to seven, so 10% of that, up to 10% of that is type one. Yes. So- So there's twenty twenty th- three 3.4 3. Million. 3.
1: million. Yeah. Yeah. And there's over 30 million with type 2. There's a lot, is my point. Sorry, that was going down <laughs> the rabbit hole. But no, so like part of our conversation be- before we hit the record button was everything that... So n- so now you have... Oh, gosh. Here, I'm going to keep reading because it, it was good. Um, just 1 in 10 have diabetes. Eight, uh, 88 million adults, about 1 in 3, have pre-diabetes, yep. um, that, which blows my mind. 1
2: out of 3. Or 3 right here. Uh-oh. There's 3. <laughs> i pick you (laughs) we're pointing at adam if you can't see because you can't see (laughs) i don't know i probably had
0: the worst diet here of the of the three of us so no in all honesty
2: i actually i had pre-diabetes scare for a little while of i was just i was checking my uh my glucose levels in the morning and i would wake up sometimes at like 120 for those of you that don't know that's bad you want a fasted glucose state of around 86 and so um 86, 86. That's, odd 86. Specific. That's, that's what specific it is number. <laughs> functional medicine range is 86 is is like you're safe 86 and below huh. and so i was 120 sometimes and after meals I, you know so my point is it might be me but now <laughs> i'm better because i've changed some lifestyle factors yeah. to be better yeah. so I, I i noticed this scare instead of going to meds or the doctor or whatever yeah. i managed what i could lifestyle wise rechecked and it's better so yeah
1: and, and just think of you, 29. Jeez, okay. I know. Twenty. I mean, if you would have done gone the other route here, mm-hmm. you know, 29, and taken in whatever insulin, metformin, yep. something of the sort, yep. for the next 40, 50 years, like, you, you can't. I love medicine. It does good things. You can't tell me that doesn't have some negative effect on the body over right. that period of time as you just consistently just, you know, pop pills and, and things like that. Again, not talking about, you know, if you're a type 1 diabetic and genetic and it, you just were dealt a bad hand, yay, we have modern medicine. That's awesome, awesome, awesome. But for somebody that, hey, Lauren, you you looked in the mirror and said, hey, I can fix this with, you know, adjusting me, myself, right. and, and you did, and now you're not going to have the next 40 years right. of, you know, metformin and meds and, yeah. and things like that. So,
2: yeah. I but you I have th- to be—you have to be aware, you yeah. know—and you have to ask questions. You have to not be scared to. Yeah. Uh, I recommend everyone get blood work done once a year, just like the whole like metabolic panel, and you can you can look for trends and things. Um, And as a side note, I wouldn't take what your doctor says as a blanket statement because the ranges they use are different. (laughs) Sometimes they're they're so huge. They're sick sick ranges. They're ranges of most of America. And as Adam just showed you, most of America is not well. They're not ranges against people that are healthy and thriving. So anyone can do this. You can Google – optimal reference ranges for different blood work um, or like functional medicine reference ranges and those are against healthy individuals whatever is termed healthy and it's completely different like they can be like huge vast discrepancies between where someone who the doctor says hey you're great you look at the functional ranges oh my gosh your thyroid is low your cortisol is high your insulin is too high whereas in a, a regular reference range you're fine keep living your life because they are more so sick care. It's intervention once the disease has come. It is not prevention before yeah. the disease happens and as it's occurring. So that's just a side rant.
1: It was a nice rant. You're welcome. I like what you did there. Yeah. So we were talking, again, before we hit the record button here, in the way of like everything that is, you know, driving us towards everything that is now, you know, COVID and vaccines and, and, and things like that. So, many of, so much of the stuff is uncomfortable. Yep. Lauren, talk about... Comfort and why it's great to be comfortable all the time, yeah. and we never need to get out of any type of bubble. D- yeah, bubble of discomfort because discomfort is naked.
2: Adam likes to talk in parables, so <laughs> um, what he's what he's saying is the opposite. Uh, <laughs> basically, everyone. I shouldn't say everyone, sorry, don't speak in, in absolutes. Uh, most of the world today wants to seek comfort, and that's what we're told. That's yeah. what, like, the ads for pharmaceuticals and, like, everything is, how can I just feel good? Uh, to me, the slogan is, I want it to be fast, fun, and easy. Yeah. So everybody wants. Which sounds is, like a great
0: Friday night.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is like, I mean, that's pretty much human nature right there. Yeah. I mean, that's
2: kind of, we we want to be, you know. Yeah, it yeah, sounds good because if uh, if you if you don't think about it too deeply well if things are are fast fun and easy I'll probably be surviving mm-hmm. if you if you if you think about it just intellectually like oh yeah okay like we are survival beings but the crazy thing is the flip side is fast fun and easy doesn't make you stronger it doesn't make you more adaptable it doesn't make you more resilient it makes you weaker it makes you more susceptible and it makes you kind of unable to respond to things and so we're actually doing the opposite of what our biology needs. Our biology wants to adapt, overcome, become more resilient, and we are doing the exact opposite every day. I'm not saying, hear me out, I'm not saying pleasure is bad. I'm not saying it's bad to watch a few Netflix shows. It's when it becomes something that... Um, creates complacency in your life and where nothing in your life is is challenging you in any way and we just kind of turn to mush our brain doesn't have to think our bodies don't have to work and your your body as an organism is constantly taking cues from the environment it's saying what's going on outside it's interpreting those cues and as it does that it it responds or doesn't respond. So if there are no challenges that your body experiences, it goes, all right, we're just going to keep cruising here. I don't need to change anything. Essentially, it's like, okay, I'm slowly dying. Like nothing is coming at me to to make me overcome it or or to be stronger. And so I just kind of shut down.
0: Well, it's hard now and modern era, everything's too easy, right? Look you can pull out your phone, you can get any information you want. You yep. have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, right. all these, like you can watch anything at any time you want. You can have food delivered to you just like you do. Yep. Right? You don't ha- like there isn't discomfort like readily available. Yeah. Well I mean there is, but like people don't seek it.
2: Don't choose it. Right. And to me it just it it's like taking twenty steps back as a human race our brains get slower and like don't have to work as everything well, what's the disney movie that was uh
1: oh where the, all the humans got out fat and what oh <laughs> what is um
0: the, the robots wally that
1: was a fantastic oh, okay. movie okay uh, was... i
0: wasn't sure if you're going to wally or idiocracy but
2: i leave know it to what... andrew <laughs> Don't you know, ask Lauren.
0: I
1: don't know. It, 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 uh, you've ever
0: seen. So it's just a g- guy falls into a t- uh, like a sleep pod, gets transported to the future, and then like the whole world has like dec- d- is this decayed. Disney? No, this is like from the oh. late nineties. Oh yeah. No, no. But like, Disney. like it's but it, like, people are like <laughs> paralleling to now, but like I'm thinking Pixar. Like a movie star, a movie star became president, and like people are just like sitting at home in a chair, like watching a thousand screens at once, and it's all advertisements basically and stuff mm. like that. I mean, it's, it's kind of like. The human version of the humans in Wally. Yeah. Kind of what we're enduring right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it
1: is funny how we, I mean, because there is that. We, we're, we're so comfortable in our lives these days. Um, and all those things, if, if you go down that path of, I forgot the three things, fun, fast, and easy, friendly. Um, <laughs> no, easy. Yeah. You know, you know, and and if, we, if you run down that path, like, it, it doesn't make us resilient for anything. So now, all of a sudden, when a, a virus hits, that's that's a serious thing. That it's, it's, it's scary to a lot of people yeah. where, I mean, life happens and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But like, I, I don't, me personally, I'm not, I'm not scared of Corona. It's, it's not something that, you know, I like it I'm like worried about. That's that's the best way to do it. Um, now, disclaimer, our family got it. And, you know, my wife and myself and my kids and we're all fine. And it was, it was fine. And um, it wasn't fun, but it was, you know, we got by and, um, I'm not worried about it for the next time, if there is a next time, or Corona two, or Corona, you know, COVID twenty, COVID twenty one, COVID twenty two, whatever it is. I know there's going to be more stuff coming down the pipe, you know, but in order to be resilient, so to to work out, you know, and and you know, harden your body, you know. And again, guys, I don't care what kind of workout you do. You could you could strength train, you could endurance train, you can do a combination of stuff. You could do martial arts, um, you know, you you could. Play other sports, like, really, whatever whatever you can do. Eat well. Do you have to eat perfect all the time? No. You, gosh, have a cupcake now and again. Cash darn it, you know, and, and, and that'd be fine. Never watch Netflix? No. Watch Wally. It's a great, you know, <laughs> fantastic. I'm not sure about.
2: Idiocracy. Idiocracy, yes. No, <laughs> right. on this. On not this, for your kids. On this vein, I, I think it's like, when you are constantly in comfort all the time, it's almost like nothing's even that great. Because yeah. you always have it, so mm-hmm. that cupcake doesn't taste very good. Because yeah. you have one every single day. Yeah. So back to my point of don't even Andrew. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: I'm just saying, man. Have you had cupcakes? Yes. Pretty good. Yes. I could eat a cupcake every day. And, be and so okay.
2: you get so used to it that it's not even that great anymore. It's not even it, it's it's not even that pleasurable, or that enjoyable, that fun. Uh, because there is something about working for things. Mm-hmm. It's it's ingrained in our lizard brain to to work and achieve and obtain, uh, and I think we we lose that part of ourselves. Yeah, it's so easy.
1: So I don't have that. I can Amazon Prime this thing and be here tomorrow.
0: How do we get people to seek discomfort? Oh, (sighs) jeez.
2: So that's the thing. It has to be intentional, Uh, and I just want to do a sidebar here. If you're listening to this, I because I had this thought as well. Playing devil's advocate, I try to do that a lot it's like oh Lauren Adam Andrew you don't know my life is uncomfortable like I have been through some stuff this past year like you don't understand and I just want to say that yes that is uncomfortable but that is also chronic stress mm-hmm. like those are, are I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not putting a blanket statement on everyone but most of our challenges in this world today if not intentional to Andrew's point of how do you get uncomfortable are thrust upon us or just part of the life that we live I was listening to something the other day and it was like, I feel like some of you may not get this reference. It's kind of old for me, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like a turtle in a briar patch, like with no shell. And it's like, what do I do? And it's like, well, I'm not going to give you another shell, another shell. Get out of the briar patch, like pick a new life, pick a new avenue, do something different. The briar patch is causing you pain or, or anxiety or fear change. So this turtle doesn't have a shell no he just feels metaphor. like he has no shell okay. in a briar patch it's terrible <laughs> it sounds terrible i know how does this turtle it's, lose his shell he doesn't lose it he just doesn't he feels like he doesn't have it He feels vulnerable it's a
1: feeling how did he, he get vulnerable. into the briar
2: patch he walked in intentionally Didn't <laughs> oh, he feel the pain and just stop immediately <laughs> no no <laughs> got in it, too it, deep it, yes he got in too deep and then it built up just like life so if you feel like you're in a briar patch We got to do things to get you stronger so you can either overcome that briar patch, getting out of it's a whole nother story. That's like, you know, choosing getting out of a toxic relationship or changing your food choices. If clearly it's causing you digestive distress and sleep problems. And like that's a whole nother conversation. But to, to Andrew's point, I think you have to a number one, become aware. Become aware that you're not being challenged. To Adam's point, you can challenge yourself physically. You can challenge yourself uh, emotionally, you know, like um, hobbies, learning things. So intellectually, spiritually, like there are so many different ways that you can challenge yourself. Um, So it's kind of becoming aware of where you lack. Some of you listening to this might work out just fine, but you do nothing for your brain. You don't do any meditation. You don't do any, uh, like, learning something new or reading different books or audio. It's just like Netflix and Veg Out, like, intake information, but don't think about it or process it. Uh, so I think that you have to kind of do a, an awareness check on your life and then look at different options to, to go from there.
0: Don't just watch The Queen's Gambit, learn mm-hmm. to play chess. There we go. <laughs> Actually, ch- chessboard sales <laughs> are up like, like a <laughs> thousand percent. Oh, this I year can't imagine that. <laughs> that. Because, is because awesome of that show. show. I haven't watched it. But. That is an awesome show. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, more and more people are learning to play chess <laughs> because of a, a Netflix show. Like, the cultural relevance of chess has never been higher. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, I guess kind of, like, to, to close, yeah. we could just, like, talk about some actionables, to Andrew's point, of yeah. of different ways that you can do that. Um, um, there's
0: mine. Go watch Qu- Queen's Gambit. Andrew wants I- you to watch <laughs> Queen's Gambit. After I watch and it. And then learn some chess. <laughs> and then go learn how to play chess. It's not hard to start. It's just really impossible to master. Yeah. Um,
2: some of the things we already talked about, obviously Adam talked about like, you know, working out, challenging your body. I think we all conceptual like we can conceptualize that. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Like I understand how to exert myself physically. Everyone has done it in some form or fashion at some so. point, but I think the lower hanging fruit or the things we don't think about as much is nutrition can be a stressor that builds you up and makes you stronger. Uh, I talk about it in many videos with Adam, but that is one of the reasons that vegetables are so important. They actually are a little bit toxic to your body Mm -hmm. and your body has to fight to break them down and come back stronger from them Uh, because in the wild plants that's how they keep animals from (coughs) eating them so um so that's one uh just eating vegetables and all sorts of types there's not really like these ones are better than the other just eat a ton as much as you can um another one would be hot and cold therapies so sauna or cold showers right away you might be like i don't have a sauna okay that's okay everybody has water And um, there are many ways to do cold showers. I know Adam specifically does it himself, but I would say starting out, like just doing 10 seconds of cold uh, at the end of your shower. And then you can even flip it back to hot if you want to, is something to start. And I won't get in the rabbit hole of all the things that's good for, but uh, it's just a little challenge. Like we evolved in the wild needing to self-regulate from the temperature changes where it gets cold at night and you have, like, some lambskins that you're mm-hmm. cuddling up with, and so your body had to fight for that. Now we live in temperature-controlled, air-purified, humidified, whatever environments, and, like, everything is just pristine and perfect, and our body just sits there, and it never has to do anything. Just go outside right now in Illinois and not a, a coat for five minutes and be cold and then come back inside and warm up. Yeah. Like, that are, that are those are small stressors to your body.
1: Yeah, the cold thermogenesis thing and the, the whole... And there's something to be said about you know sitting in cold water, like you're at the end of a you know
2: flushes things, you know, it, yeah, like the
1: sprinkler outside. And I I'm amazed how a, as an adult, you know the the water coming out of the hose is so stinking cold, but to watch my kids run through the sprinkler yeah, they like don't care at all. they don't
0: care at all. Yeah,
1: they know it's cold. It doesn't, but it affects them none. Yeah, like, it's amazing. They haven't
0: been conditioned Eggs, for comfort. Exactly.
1: I'm i I've been comforted too much.
0: Andrew dropping a knowledge bombs.
1: Yeah, very much so. And we just get
0: yeah. I mean same thing like when you look look at kids move, they move pretty perfectly cuz they're not sitting Oh, they haven't sat for the last 30 day 30 years of their life yeah. at a desk job where they're hunched over at a keyboard with yeah. poor posture. That's another one. Attention. There
2: you go. That's another one for for comfort. Move more throughout the day, not even just like exerting yourself, but try not to sit so comfortably. Uh, Sit on the floor, the because it's uncomfortable. You'll move more, Um, and that's those just little bits of discomfort. Walk farther when you're parking your car. Like just think of all the things that make you so comfortable in life, and how can you just change them up a little bit? Yeah,
1: I just did a podcast on. We have a second podcast, uh, the Oak Performance Radio, which is very much geared towards towards (gasps) athletes. Edit this out. Plugged. Um, No, but we we interviewed uh, a lady um, named Jazzy Oates, who Jazzy is. A sports performance mental health coach uh, with the U.S. Army down in down in Texas. So she'll coach, you know these. these and if you listen to her podcast, um, I didn't finish my thought. So she'll coach, you know these these, these army. People, army guys, um, soldiers, soldiers, you know, in in, in different realms, wherever they are trying, you know, trying to pass a PT test or, you know, stuff coming back from, you know, different deployments and and things like that. So obviously the stress you can imagine there. And so we we conclude the podcast. I'm like, hey, you know, if there's there's free advice you can give people like that are are enduring stress, like to Lauren's point earlier, like, gosh, the weight of the world is falling on them. And it's like, oh, I have so much stress in my life. What like what what would you tell them? And she said two things she's like one is sleep and the other is exercise and i thought she was going to give me some mind-numbing like yep. some amazing you know psychologist rhetoric of something in the way of dig down deep within your soul and look at it no it was go to bed and you should sweat and i i think that is a great just baseline for because i i know when i sleep and i i work out my nutrition kind of falls into place right my stress level is 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 pretty good yep. so then i can go to bed <laughs> when i want to and i can actually get good sleep um lorna we were talking about sleep earlier you know she she got a really nice you know night of sleep last night good job Lauren. Yep. um you know but then then you're nice and recovered the next day so you you can then work out again and you create this little positive circle as opposed to negative
2: feedback loop yeah, yeah of
1: where you know this spiral spiral that's the word you know going downward where you know things just just explode I, I just thought it was so interesting that this lady has, who has so much knowledge you know yeah. in this area helping some of our most stressed out Americans you know with you know with, with military guys how sleep and exercise how simple it is. those are the two things yep. look at that
0: sometimes the simplest solution is the, the best Yeah.
1: so do you have any other takeaways
0: um, no, I think that I think that's good
2: for now. I just think it's about introspection. You just kind of kind of evaluate where you're yeah. at and how can you just do a little bit here and there to get get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah.
1: Can I add? Can I close with one thought? Please. So here, not to make this podcast go even longer, but um, I I think if there's anything that that 2020 has taught me specifically. Can't speak for other people. I hope other people have gotten this, but I in no offense to. Anything political or our, our government or anything like that, but I want to be in charge of myself and my family's health and well-being. I don't want to put that in the hands of politicians. I don't want to put that in the hands of doctors and scientists, as I use my air quotes and stuff like that. No offense to them; they're probably wonderful people, and they're probably working very, very hard to do things. I just, I just don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes, behind closed doors. So I want to be in charge of of, of my family. I want to be in charge of my kids. I want to be in charge of, of, of what they're eating. I want to be in charge of their activity, um, making sure that they're healthy, doing, doing all these things. If, you know, something terrible happens and my kid falls out out of a tree and he breaks his arm, are we going to the hospital? Of course we're going to the hospital. Yes. Yes. That's what we'll do. But like, we're not just going to wait around and, you know, just live this life of crazy comfort. Just, you know, just hoping that the, you know, that COVID doesn't hit us or anything like that, like that. I I don't think it sounds like a terrible way to live and to live in absolute fear that, that, you know, I'm going to get attacked by this virus and it's going to be terrible and, and stuff like that. And again, it is terrible. I'm not, not, you know, no BS here. Uh, but that's not that, that that's a burden that I feel like I need to bear. Um, you know, as, as, as the man in the house, you know, you know, and, and and my wife, the same, like we, we need to collaborate in the way of taking care and making sure, you know, ourselves and our, our kids stay safe. And, um, I don't want to give that responsibility to, to anybody else.
2: I think that's valid because nobody knows you better than you and nobody knows your family better yeah. than you and them themselves as well. But like all this advice and everything is great and it kind of circles back to what we talked about at the beginning of all these influencers and everything out there. All that, everything has a grain of truth in it. Everything right. does. But it's it's how it relates to you and what you know is good for you and only you can know that. Um, and and so it's really powerful like Adam said to take control of that yourself and to own your everyone's not up for 24 hours but you're 24 hours in a day like Mm -hmm. there are so there's so much that you do on a daily basis that you have control over that you don't even think about so start thinking about your minute to minute hour by hour life and how much time you have to do things change things manipulate things Um, it's more than just you know taking a pill or getting a vaccine
0: yeah
1: again not saying those are bad
2: not saying that, but there are a lot of other variables.
1: You, there are a lot of other variables, and if you're adult, you make those decisions for for, for you and your family. Because let me tell you, my decision on what we're going to do with the vaccine and and stuff like that it should be very different, not necessarily very different, could be very different than what my you know seventy some year old parents right. choose to do. We are at different points in our life, and you know, it it might be better for someone and, and less good for somebody else. So, I don't know. There we go. Cheers to 2020. Cheers to 2020. Being done. Into 21. Yep. Of being done. There we go.
0: That's what I meant. Like, bye. See ya. Bye, Felicia.
1: Okay. Guys, I need
0: a cupcake. And thank you guys for listening. Check us out, oakstrength.com, social media at oakstrength. And until next time, be happy, be healthy, be strong. Peace.